Greetings and welcome to Converging Streams, Interfaith Fellowship and Our Modern World. Our program is a production of the Muncie Interfaith Fellowship and the Unitarian Universalist Church of Muncie. Today's lesson is entitled, The Feminine View of Divinity. Please welcome Reverend George Wolfe. Hello and welcome to Converging Streams. Today we are going to be exploring the concept of divinity, or God, from a matriarchal point of view. That is, God viewed as feminine rather than masculine. Now a couple of years ago I was watching a sporting event on television and the sports announcers were talking about how the athletes make mention of their parents when they're interviewed on television. And one of them noticed that when athletes mention their parents, they always say hi to the mother first. They'll say, hi mom, hi dad, rather than hi dad, hi mom. And the announcer is very curious about this and asks why was that the case. Some discussion ensued and finally a former athlete came up with an answer which seems to be very plausible. And that is, he said, they say hi to the mothers first because a father's love is conditional. It is a reward, and the expression of it is given when a person has achieved something. But a mother's love is unconditional and is always there. I find this rather interesting because in my own experience growing up, I can relate to that experience of how love was expressed by my parents. My father expressed his love in that conditional way usually after I had succeeded in something. But my mother was always there for me, and I could go to her at any time. She was the image of compassion, of nourishment. In 1987, my father passed away from a form of bone cancer. He was 89 years old. It was a very meaningful experience for me because what I noticed was, after his passing... I felt much closer to him. It was very unusual for me in that I felt like his body had actually been an obstacle to our full embrace. And now that the body had passed, I could be much closer to him in spirit. Several years later, my mother passed away, and I expected to have a similar type of experience, and in fact a more profound experience with her, because indeed I felt closer to her in life than I did my father. Yet with my mother, I had no such experience of increased closeness after her passing. Now why would this be the case? Well, I've come to realize that when I came home to see my parents after being away for an extended period of time, either at school or traveling, or whatever. I would always hug my mother, but I would shake my hands with my father. There was a distance between me and my father. And that distance, apparently, on a deep subconscious level, was troubling me, or at least I wanted it to be resolved. And in his passing, as the body was removed, then 
the closeness that I longed for was fulfilled. But my mother and I were always close, and therefore no such experience of increased closeness was necessary when my mother passed away. I have noticed that this relationship that I had with my mother and my father, and the distance between my father and I, which was most likely culturally influenced, had affected my concept of God and divinity. I grew up in the Christian Protestant tradition, which saw God as masculine, referred to God as Father. And subconsciously, that image was affecting my relationship with divinity and how I viewed the creator of the universe. Now this, of course, is typical of the Jewish and Christian view of divinity, at least as expressed in most scriptures from those two religious traditions. However, there are other religious traditions which indeed have a very strong feminine or matriarchal representation of the divine. One of those traditions is the Taoist tradition within the religion of Buddhism. The primary scripture of Taoism is the Tao Te Ching, And uh, I'd like to read some passages here from that particular scripture, which indeed represent God or divinity in the feminine. I'll first read a passage from chapter 6 of the Tao Te Ching, which starts like this. The spirit of the fountain never dies. It is called the mysterious female. The doorway of the mysterious female is called the root of heaven and earth. Lingering like a grossomar, it has only a hint of existence, and yet when you draw upon it, it is inexhaustible. Here now is chapter 25 from the Tao Te Ching. Something mysteriously formed, born before heaven and earth, silent and unbounded, standing alone without change, yet pervading all without fail, It may be regarded as the mother of heaven and earth. I do not know its name. I call it Tao. For lack of a better word, I call it great. And finally, chapter 28 begins with these words. Know the masculine, but keep to the feminine, and be the brook of the world. To be the brook of the world is to move constantly in the path of virtue, without swerving from it, and to return again to infancy. Another tradition which has a strong matriarchal view of divinity is the Native American tradition. Here are some words from various sources from Native American religion. Follow Mother Earth in all things. See how she feeds her children, clothes and shelters them, comforts them with her good silence when their hearts have fallen down. Be like Mother Earth in all things. I look at Mother Earth as a relation of mine. I don't think people realize that our Mother Earth has a nervous system, just like a human body. I don't believe that our fair Mother Earth can take any more of the abuse that has been forced upon her by man. And when the nervous system of this planet is upset, 
it has to readjust itself, just like any other organism. The Earth Mother has to make its own adjustments and retain its balance. And when it does this, there will be catastrophes on its surface, and man is going to suffer. The people are children of nature, and occasionally she whips them with the lashes of experience, yet they are forgetful and careless. Mother Earth hears the call. She awakens, she arises. She feels the breath of the newborn dawn. The leaves and the grass stir. All things move with the breath of the new day. Everywhere life is renewed. This is very mysterious. We are speaking of something very sacred, although it happens every day. Those passages were a collection of Native American sayings from a book called Circle Without End by Francis G. Lombardi and Gerald Scott Lombardi. For those of you who might be interested, it is published by Nature Graph. Now, most of us who are raised in the Christian or Jewish traditions may find it rather awkward or even uncomfortable to impose a feminine or matriarchal view of divinity on to our scriptures. For example, allow me to read the opening verses of Psalm 150, and I will use a feminine pronoun for God rather than the masculine. Psalm 150, in the feminine. Praise the Lord. Praise God in her sanctuary. Praise her in her mighty firmament. Praise her for her mighty deeds. Praise her according to her exceeding greatness. Now you can see how awkward that sounds if we're so conditioned to hearing the masculine as it applies to God. Or take another example from the Christian tradition. The Lord's Prayer, for example, in the feminine would sound like this. Our Mother, who art in heaven, hallowed be her name. You can see how people are simply uncomfortable with that. Nevertheless, it is of great value to us to consider the identity of God in a feminine context. After being exposed to these matriarchal images of God from other religious traditions, I find that my view of divinity has become much more complete. For it is God as mother who gives birth, who nourishes, who forgives, who loves unconditionally, who is constantly compassionate. This is implied in the words of Jesus when he says, God is love. And if God is love, then it cannot be conditional. It cannot be interrupted. It is always present and always there for us. The father image, however, perhaps it is because of my family background or the culture in which we live, implies a distance, a skepticism, a practicality, a conditional expression. But that is not the nature of that divinity which is love itself, that force in the universe which reconciles and unites all things. And indeed, it can reconcile and unite us on the level of faith, on the level of religion, and the differences which cause animosity and separate us can actually be understood more deeply as expressing a truth and a wisdom that comes from a common source. So I would like to inspire you by today's lesson to consider very sincerely looking at divinity 
from this matriarchal or feminine point of view, you will find that it will enrich your concept of God, making it more complete. Not that you abandon the patriarchal view, but that you embrace a more complete and balanced understanding of that which is the source, not only of ourselves, but of all things. Allow me to conclude with an interfaith psalm that I wrote that expresses this feminine aspect of divinity. Morning seeps through the crevice of dawn. It lures the mind toward the sun, dispelling the mists of fearful dreams. I witness the sparrows sing praises to the Divine Mother as light is reborn from the night's mystery and the wind accompanies the orchestral flight of geese. Tomorrow vanishes from her lap. I slip into her silence and bathe in a meditative joy for which there is no words. The orbit of time spins its reel, projecting a cinema of seasons that flow in her unending stream of miracles. Thank you for listening to Converging Streams, Interfaith Fellowship in Our Modern World. Our program is a production of the Muncie Interfaith Fellowship with content and financial support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Muncie and technical support from radio stations WCRD and Work FM. Most importantly, we thank you, our listeners and followers, for your support. To connect with Converging Streams, including listening to our entire catalog of past programs, getting our latest new content, and making your own contribution to this program, visit our website, convergingstreams.org. Converging Streams is produced by Tony Piazza, George Wolfe, and Thomas Perchlick. Thank you for listening, and have a pleasant week.